help support your local businesses. Whether they're your corner stores, coffee spots, or favorite shops, local businesses have always been on your team supporting you and your community. They remember your order and call you by name, always giving back, making a difference, and going that extra mile. But right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support, so let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, help your team score and choose to shop at local businesses. And while you're there, look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be. Official partner of the NFL. For the Athletic Podcast Network, this is The Update. I'm Adam Copeland. On today's show, we'll talk to Shiel Kapadia, who covers the NFL for The Athletic, about some special players we may be keeping our eye on with the NFL season underway. A lot of good storylines, including a little discussion about Jimmy Garoppolo and his place with the 49ers beyond week one. It's Monday, September 14th. It's a pleasure to welcome in now Shiel Kapadia. He covers the NFL for The Athletic as well as the Philadelphia Eagles. And maybe that's a good place to start with you, Shiel, is uh, you had a piece last week kind of outlining the biggest storylines of the NFL. We're a week into the season now. We've seen almost every team play football. But I wonder for you, being a guy who covers the Eagles, it seems like in recent years Carson Wentz has been a, a huge topic of discussion. Didn't hear a ton about him this offseason. What gives, man? Yeah, it was sort of a little bit of a quiet offseason for Carson Wentz. You know, I think there was thought about uh, were they going to add a big-name wide receiver? Were they going to be in on one of these guys like DeAndre Hopkins or Stephon Diggs? And they weren't. So I think the key with Carson Wentz is sort of just keeping him healthy and seeing how some of the young players around him perform here as the season goes on. You mentioned DeAndre Hopkins. That was a, a big name this offseason, and we saw how the Texans fared without him, without kind of a big, true number one wide receiver last Thursday. What do you make of the kind of season DeAndre Hopkins can have now? He didn't have a full offseason here with Kyler Murray where he could work out with preseason, figure out the timing. I kind of view him as like a, a Kawhi Leonard type of an NFL player. He's big, he's rangy, he's long. How do you think he's going to fare season-wide in Arizona? Yeah, a lot of times when these wide receivers go from one team to another, it takes them maybe a couple seasons to be sort of 100% of what they're going to be. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if there's a little bit of a learning curve for DeAndre Hopkins. But we're talking about a guy who's 28 years old, I think has missed one game in his entire career, I think third in receiving yards over the past three years. So if you look at that Cardinals offense, you know, previously it was sort of like, you, you know, you made the Kawhi Leonard reference. It sort of was like an NBA offense where they were a lot of three pointers, a lot of deep shots downfield and a lot of layups, if you will, with sort of these wide receiver screens. And so I think DeAndre Hopkins gives them that intermediate target and they're really going to benefit from that trade, not only this season, but now that he signed the extension really throughout Kyler Murray's rookie contract. Yeah, and I think we kind of looked at last year as, as sort of a, a get-your-feet-wet season for Kyler Murray. The upside is there for sure. I think he's he's an exciting player for this year, especially in the uh, Kingsbury offense. In talking about wide receivers, you mentioned kind of the second-year guy having to make that adjustment or getting accustomed to his quarterback. Now, Odell Beckham Jr. in his second year now in Cleveland, he's been with Baker Mayfield. Seemed like Jarvis Landry at the back end of last season really was the one who came on strong in that offense. What do you make of him in a second season now? Kevin Stefanski, a different offensive system than he's had the last 
last couple of years. Do you think this is a come back to the norm, the production we saw in recent years from Odell? When you look at Beckham's numbers, I agree. It was not a good year for him, and he still had over 1,000 yards. So it sort of sets the floor there at a pretty high level. I think there were obvious chemistry issues between he and Baker Mayfield in terms of getting on the same page. And then if you look at his drops, they were a huge issue last year, and he was dealing with a core muscle injury. So I see no reason, if he's healthy, why he can't come back and have a really strong season. You know, they're not really deep at wide receiver. They're probably going to run a, a lot of two tight end sets, but I think between him and Jarvis Landry, they actually have a lot of talent on that offense where Baker Mayfield is in position to be successful. Maybe it's a better thing for them this year that they're not sort of expected. That, you know, last year they were kind of the surprise team because they put together all this talent. When they added Kareem Hunt, they signed him to a, an extra couple-year contract and extended him last week. But on the defensive side of the ball there, they extended Miles Garrett this offseason, $125 million extension. He's a, a, like a defensive player of the year type guy that you could get season in and season out. After a, a short season last year, the 10 sacks for him, what do you make of, of the defensive side and Miles Garrett going forward? I think you nailed it. I think he's on the short list of defensive player of the year candidates. I mean, if you look at the Browns defense last year when Miles Garrett played, it was just so, such a significant difference than when he was suspended there for the last six games. I mean, it was a huge drop off as big as you would expect for one of the best defensive players in the NFL. So if you can get him back and healthy, that's going to be a huge difference making addition to what we saw at the end of last season. Now, having said that, they are a little banged up in the secondary. I don't know that it's the most talented group so I don't think they're going to have like one of the best defenses in the league but I think uh, with Garrett playing the full season some of the other additions they made they can at least be maybe a mediocre to slightly above average defense. I think he's going to live up to that contract certainly it seems like now that's where you make that investment it's either put the money into the quarterback or put the money into the guy who's going to hit the quarterback right? We actually are seeing some teams you see the saw the Patriots do this a little bit you saw the Ravens do this a little bit where they're sort of building their defense from the back forward and it's sort of different than if you talk to more old school NFL people they will say what you just said you know you got to build the defensive line get after it with your pass rush and you can figure things out in the secondary there are some teams that are sort of thinking the opposite right now saying you know what if we can play a lot of man coverage if we can cover we can find ways to scheme up pressure whether that's different stunts and stuff from their defensive lines whether that's different blitz packages up front whether that's you know a pass rush rotation all these different types of things so it's an interesting storyline to watch not only this season but next off season and really the next couple off seasons is this a trend that we're going to see around the league we'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors there's so much going on in the world right now. There's so many things you've got to remember to take care of, including things about yourself. Sometimes you get so hungry, you forget to eat. How about forgetting to drink and stay hydrated? Believe it or not, dehydration occurs daily in three out of four people. With Liquid IV, you have the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. One serving of Liquid IV provides the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water alone, more vitamin C than an orange, and as much potassium as a banana. Healthier than sugary sports drinks, no artificial flavors or per preservatives and it has less sugar than an apple what makes liquid iv so effective cellular transport technology or ctt the optimal ratio of glucose sodium and potassium delivers water nutrients into the bloodstream it's the perfect balance to help you hydrate more quickly and effectively than water alone Liquid IV is available nationwide at Costco and Target, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code ATHLETIC at checkout. 
That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code ATHLETIC at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code ATHLETIC. Finding clothes that fit you can be incredibly challenging, difficult, annoying, obnoxious. I sit here, I try to order clothes online sometimes, and they come and they're not in the right sizes. You go out, you find a shirt, and it fits okay, but the sleeves aren't the right length. Maybe the pants don't cuff the way you want. Indochino suits are great for weddings, work, and they even offer casual options like shirts, coats, and chinos. I recently started golfing a lot more. I needed some more comfortable clothing to be outside in, and Indochino had just what I needed. With Indochino, you get custom-fitted suits, coats, and casual wear at surprisingly affordable prices. Customize everything you want from the fabric to the lining to the lapel shape and monogram. And since your order is made to your exact measurements, it always fits you perfectly. So if you're getting married, Indochino is a no-brainer for you and your groomsmen. Forget the rack suits and don't fit differently with the different body types. Indochino gets everyone the tailored fit. Order with ease and get it shipped fast, no matter where you live. And with all the ways to customize, you can add a personal touch everyone is going to be proud of and proud to wear without emptying their pockets. The best part? Indochino suits start at just $299 with all customizations included. Visit one of the Indochino storerooms across North America or book a virtual appointment and shop online at Indochino.com. And right now, you'll get $30 off any purchase of $399 or more when you enter the code update at checkout. That's Indochino.com promo code update. You talk about that trend, like that new way of thinking where you build it from the back inside, but like the 49ers did it completely the other way, right? They went and they built that defensive line. They had two twin towers last year and Eric Armstead and DeForest Buckner. They replaced DeForest Buckner this year with Javon Kinlaw. And Buckner's an interesting piece for me if we're talking about the Indianapolis Colts because it seems like they're now adding the pieces to be contenders in adding Phillip Rivers and in hoping that T.Y. Hilton can have a healthy season and the trade for Buckner and the contract extension. Do you look at that as like an all-in move? Like we're pushing our chips in. We feel like we've got an opportunity with enough talent to win now? Well, there's no doubt. I mean, Philip Rivers, 38 years old. So it's, you know, you get one year, maybe you get two years. I guess if you want to be really optimistic, maybe you get three years. But yeah, when you make a move like that, you're signaling that we feel like we have a roster that can be really competitive right now and make a run in the AFC. I think they're going to be fun to watch offensively. They have a good offensive line. Defensively, even with the addition of Buckner, I still have questions about that secondary. So it'll come down to a couple things for them as we see how this season plays out. Number one, can Rivers cut down on his mistakes, his negative plays, those interceptions we saw last year? And then number two, are they good enough there on the back end at cornerback and safety to really be a, a Super Bowl contender? They really wanted more last year out of Jacoby Brissett, and he dealt with some injury problems. So then they make the move, but it seems like, you know, I think they're a team that's interesting this year. I think they're a, a playoff team for sure. As you said, if Phillip Rivers can minimize some of those mistakes, and for me, it's a lot about T.Y. Hilton staying healthy, that he's had that issue in the last couple of seasons. He's a true number one, I think, if he can stay on the field. Yeah, they don't have a lot of juice outside of T.Y. Hilton. You know, they have some okay players, some kind of secondary players where you would say if you're going to methodically move the ball downfield and sort of have a ball control offense, you can do that. But in terms of speed, I mean, we're seeing it with a lot of teams around the league. Like whether that guy's a thousand yard receiver or not, it doesn't really matter. You, you need a guy who has that vertical speed to stretch the defense. It just makes things so much easier for everybody else. But Hilton has absolutely been very productive and has has been a number one wide receiver when he's been healthy. And now I believe he enters a contract year this season. So uh, certainly should be motivated and can make himself some money if he has a good season. 
I touched on the 49ers just a minute ago, and because I'm out here in the Bay Area, I figure it's important for us to talk about that, at least while you're with us. Jimmy Garoppolo is a player you had on your list of 25 interesting players or storylines. It's so funny being out here because there was so much praise around him when he was traded for. He comes in, he, he wins those final five games, he had that Patriot shine on him, he looked like he was the heir apparent to Tom Brady, and then he sort of gets the nod of approval from Belichick, and he comes out here and he's successful. Then he's got the knee injury, then they go to the Super Bowl last year, but because they had that game in the NFC Championship where he throws the ball eight times, you start to hear conversations in the last couple of years about Tom Brady getting traded for and then maybe Aaron Rodgers coming in. He's an interesting case in the NFL at quarterback because he's a high-paid guy. He's been to a Super Bowl. He doesn't blow you away with his statistics, but from what I can see, as far as the eye test goes, he appears to be a good fit for the Kyle Shanahan offense. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you look at what he did in the regular season last year, and he was maybe a top 10, top 12 type quarterback, maybe a little bit higher than that. You know Kyle Shanahan's offense, it's not about pushing the ball downfield as much as it is being a distributor and letting those guys pick up yards after the catch. And I thought he was very good at that, working that intermediate part of the field last season. And that was his first full season as sort of a 16-game starter. So I do think there's room for improvement. There's room for growth. I think a lot of people, like you mentioned, will have that championship game in their head. And then, you know, the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, that obviously did not go well for Jimmy Garoppolo. So After that happens and the team sort of admits to at least a little flirtation with Tom Brady, I didn't seem to get that serious, but certainly something that, you know, Tom Brady makes a call and they say, well, we'd be dumb not to at least listen to this. That always is in the back of your head in that does Kyle Shanahan 100% trust Jimmy Garoppolo? Does he need to do more to earn the head coach's trust or is the relationship in a great place and he's going to come back and be really good here in 2020? So he certainly is an intriguing player this season. You're only as good as your last seven minutes of the Super Bowl, right? Is that the saying, right? (laughs) That's how it goes, yep. (laughs) Man, we're still not over that one. It's tough to see the Chiefs out there on Thursday night. Anyway, Sheila, I appreciate the time. We'll keep reading you in the Athletic, man. Great coverage you put out there. And I know that with Carson Wentz and and Dak Prescott news and stuff, you'll be all over NFC East stuff. So appreciate the time today, Sheila. No problem. Take care. Thanks for having me. Good conversation with Sheila Kapadia. I always love when we can do some whip around NFL coverage, and I was jonesing this weekend. Still one more game on the docket. Actually, two more games. The Monday night doubleheader, always a fun one for week one. We get those tonight. So we'll be talking more football later this week. We'll definitely get into some of the 49ers and the Jets on Friday ahead of week two. And we can't go any longer without talking about some San Francisco Giants baseball. They're in the playoff hunt. How incredible is this? Near the end of September, just a couple of weeks left, and the Giants could be playing ball into October. For full coverage of sports in the Bay Area, subscribe to the update on Google Podcasts. The Athletic is the world's fastest growing sports media publication. Get in-depth sports stories you won't find anywhere else. Start your 30-day free trial today by visiting theathletic.com slash Google. Special thanks to Shield Kapadia. Thanks to Brian Smith, my producer. And thank you to you, the listener. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Tell your mom, tell your grandma, tell your dad, cousins, uncles, cats, dogs, whoever you want that you're enjoying the update. We're having a good time doing this. And now with football underway, lots more to talk about. Enjoy the start to your week, and we'll speak to you guys on Wednesday.